Whoo! All right, Frank. What's up? Uh, what's your What's your favorite band that was sweeping the nation in 2006? Is there is there a certain band that comes to mind that maybe was releasing fucking banger after banger in uh, the year 2006 that uh, maybe you'd want to talk about today? Anyone that come to mind? Um. Jeez, I mean, the first Start thing that them. comes to mind is Fallout Boy. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Okay, um, I mean that's close. You're not far off. Um, I'll give you a hint. Uh, it's Panic not at the disco. No, okay, no, it's also not Yellow Card. Oh, okay. I so um, I, I figured I should say that too because I think they were. Uh, I don't know when Ocean Avenue. I think Ocean Avenue actually did come out in '06. Ah, uh, man, I can't really. It's fucking My Chemical Romance. What's up, everyone? We're Thank You for the Podcast. I'm Veronica, and this is your I'm host. I'm Frank. Your co-host, Frank. Host, co-host. We're both co-hosts. We're, yeah. We're co-hosting the same boat. Welcome to our boat. Um. That was really professional, right? Yeah. That was pretty high. Welcome that to, was... welcome, er, wait, 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 welcome to the boat parade? Is that anything? <laughs> that could be <laughs> anything. Maybe something with like boat shoes. You work in there. I don't know. <laughs> boat shoes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's funny, right? <coughs> um. Yeah, but they are pretty funny. I just can't stop thinking about Bird Parade. Like, I really. It's very. It's really good. <laughs> you guys. Oh fuck! We streamed a little bit at some point in the past, and. Uh, we, did we listen to Bird Parade on stream? I think so. Yeah, I think we did. I think that's where we discovered it. We did, yeah. DJ Cumberbun, who's uh, responsible yeah. for uh, a lot of fucking hits. Viral TikTok sound shack Zicula. Pants the feet. Pants feet. Um, uh, there's another big one. There's another big one that he had. I mean, I'm um, a big fan of the... Uh, I think it's called like Blurry in the USA or something. Yeah, that was good. Party in the USA and Puddle of the Mud. Puddle of Mud mashup. That's a fucking great one. That was pretty good. (laughs) Nobody else seems to understand it though. No, you know, Joe said he also got kind of emotional watching the video. (laughs) Like, and I was like, dude, right? Right? What the fuck? Like, yeah, he understood. Um, Um, (laughs) I don't think, I think it's because, I think it's because the young people that we've been showing it to don't know puddle of mud yeah they don't get um, it they don't get how fucking hilarious that is <laughs> like, yeah because that song was like i don't know i feel like that song is also kind of a joke like yeah. the, or the the butt end of a joke i should say not a joke song i don't think they wrote it as a joke song yeah i also don't think miley cyrus necessarily wrote party in the usa as a joke a joke song. do you think miley cyrus wrote party in the usa yeah as a commentary on uh the state of uh the state of American politics at the time, obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah, Miley's... And the Jay-Z song was on. Yeah. All right, I'm Jay-Z- cracking open... Um, Jay-Z song sure fucking was on. Something called... Something called Mogu Mogu. Yeah, we... It says 25% mango juice with nata de coco. I don't know what that is. I think it's... I think it's... Like the flesh of the coconut? It might be. Maybe. We went to the uh, one of the many local Asian markets with a former guest of the pod, Mono, uh, at Bomb Threatener. And Brad. Oh, and Brad. That's right. And future guest or past guest. (laughs) Yeah, depending depending on on when this comes out. How time works out. Um, Yeah. uh, Maya. I've labeled this as a certain episode number. I'm not going to say it out loud. You can see it. You know. I see it. Um, if we have to change it, yeah, so we be will. It, or 
we could just release them out of order. That would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> that really, that really show our fucking audience what's up. So yeah, if you're here for uh, who I hope is the guest for this episode, I hope this is exactly what you expected. Actually, I hope you're getting your money's worth. I hope you went out and bought a brand new iPhone just to listen to this. If you did, are you listening out of the the headphones that came with it? Did it come with headphones? And uh, if not, are you listening out of your phone speaker? I want to know. Might just be chunks of mango in here. Oh, that's it's pretty good. neat. You want to try it? Yeah, I'll have a little sip. Uh, let's take a. Mm. That's a little chunky. Oh wow, I was surprising. There, yeah, full on. I have mango in my mouth. Yeah. Wow. It's Fuck. chunky. It says gotta chew. I mean, yeah, you sure do. You yeah. gotta chew, you gotta chew that drink. That's the first drink I've had to chew in a while. That's, that's really good. It's not spoiled. That's really good. I like that. Uh, visit your local Asian market if you can, assuming it's uh, locally owned and operated like ours is. Yeah, whatever, whatever is nearby you. Yeah. They had a lot of uh, really nice plants there. Yeah, I got a fucking awesome bag of seaweed snack, crispy Ooh, seaweed. We got this these like ye- frozen yogurt like pop things like ice pop oh yeah we're gonna try those during the break yeah we'll let you know how those are later for sure um but man what are we what are we doing here what are we really here for we're here to talk about fucking american politics you know what's going on in american politics right now motherfucker this may have already happened a little bit ago but it's probably still happening yeah yeah there's a ban there's a ban on menthol cigs and flavored tobacco wraps how are kids supposed to get high now I mean, with unflavored wraps. What they're just gonna be fucking smoking original um, flavor? It's like, like, do they even come in original flavor? Like, I know the ones where you have to like empty out the tobacco, like themselves. Yeah, yeah you just that's fine. Are they getting rid of those? Are they getting rid of no, all the flavor? No, I think you can still so empty bullshit. out your dad's cigar. That's bullshit. Empty well, out your dad's if, cigars. <laughs> why would they ban the flavored wraps and not the? ones that are filled already with tobacco that are flavored oh wait hang on hang on they might be banning those too that's so that's so much that's so much that is is going away yeah yeah as someone who worked at a gas station like that's half of your supply and all menthol cigarettes Um, yeah that's uh every um pretty much every single friend of ours that i've mentioned it to has been like i don't even want to fucking talk about it i'm so mad yeah i'm having a really great time talking about it because it doesn't as really someone who doesn't the smoke the, cigarettes yeah at the end of the day it's like pretty funny and i don't even smoke blunts that often so like it honestly does nah. not affect me very, very much but like <laughs> i feel like for the wraps uh you can just like go on ebay and buy them from like china and it'll take a month to get there but like you'll get them flavor them yourself all right here's gonna be my recipe (laughs) i've never tried this before take some like sugar maybe and maybe some like concentrate flavor very very little of that like kool-aid uh yeah yeah, that would work mix the Mm -hmm. two together just get a little bit maybe on your finger or like a popsicle stick Mm -hmm, of some sort mm -hmm. and just spread it on the wrap and i'm sure that'll work the exact same way as whatever the fuck they're doing to it you know what you may be correct. I just thought about that on the spot That's right now, really, by the way. You're a fucking genius. I have not thought this you're through. You're a fucking genius. Um, so anyway, yeah. So I think a lot less kids are going to be smoking now because they're not going to have candy-flavored cigarettes or whatever anymore, mm-hmm. which is going to be a real fucking bummer because kids the love to smoke. The thing is that menthol cigarettes still taste like shit anyway. Well, but kids, They still fucking taste like garbage. Yeah, but kids sure do love to fucking smoke them, okay? 
What happened to clove cigarettes? Are they banning clove cigarettes? Are they? I hope that everyone Probably not because nobody fucking smokes them anymore. They should the honestly 90s. ban filtered cigarettes. Everyone should just go to filterless cigarettes. And if you want to <laughs> smoke, you got to smoke like a fucking man. Yeah, you got to fucking earn it. Yeah, you got to smoke like your fucking grandpa did during the war. Yeah. I don't know what war your grandpa was in. Smoke like you did when you first started smoking when you were like fucking 12 and you like took your dad's cigarette and you could take like two hits of it and were like, oh God, I'm dying. And then you save the rest for later. Bro, for real though. Have you ever actually, oh Jesus. (laughs) You okay? (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, Have you, uh, have you ever actually hit an unfiltered cigarette before? Fuck no. Oh my God. no. (laughs) One time, I, I hit my friends like one time back when I like did smoke. And uh, oh my god, it was the worst thing in the world. I've never, I've never smoked an entire cigarette. I, I have, at my lowest moments, I've been like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. Um, like you know, when I was like really depressed. But then I like, I, you know, I do a little, a little, and then I'm like, <laughs> uh, 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 like you my throat nauseous. can't, like I can't, my throat won't let it go oh, down. It yeah, just closes it's not, up. It's not right for you. Yeah, I understand. Um. Oh, but those menthol cigs. Sorry, I was making a point. Um. Uh, when kids smoke them, I think they, they, uh, I don't know. They just fucking, they get really raspy voices and they're, they get bags under their eyes and stuff and they, they look a lot older <laughs> yeah. than they normally are. You could call those cigs some real teenagers. They're gonna. You could. Yeah. They, cause they age the teens. They make them older. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Like time does except faster. Sure, 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 sure. That was, that was a really, you know what? You said you had one and that was good. I, I wasn't sure well, how. I wasn't sure how it was going to pan out, but I didn't even see it coming. I'm sure the audience at home is just fucking p- pissing and shitting themselves <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and uh, coming. Uh, I hope <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> hey, if anyone out there is coming right now, please stop. <laughs> if you could. If, uh, I mean, if you can. Uh, no. Well, keep going. So, Welcome to our show. We're, I mean, yeah, speaking of uh, what all the fucking kids are up to these days. Oh, they're pissing, shitting, and coming. Oh, oh this song. Oh, yeah, sorry. they're pissing, <laughs> shitting, and coming, and listening to this song. The all song "Teenagers" and by... smoking menthol cigarettes. The song "Teenagers" by My Chemical Romance. The yeah. kids are into it now yeah. again. When have they not been? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a point. I think once a song is popular, for the most part, it's pretty much just popular forever, right? I mean. For the with the part. target, uh, I mean, with the target audience of this one being teenagers. Yeah, I mean, it's right there in the title. I think it's always. I think they're always gonna like it. Um, I think it's like, like there's some like Iron Maiden songs that like as cringy as that may sound to like someone who's not maybe into that kind of music, uh, that I know like fucking teenagers uh are gonna like hear and be like dude that's so fucking sick and then like maybe grow out of it or maybe not maybe they'll become rock dudes but those those songs are old as fuck also and kids are gonna get into them again kids are fucking into um um what's the name of that band the Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. Oh, oh, for real? Oh, yeah, shit. Okay, yeah. Cool. I was going to say the one with Stevie Nicks in it. Yeah. Um, that's. But I like that I just had to say that band and you <laughs> knew that I meant Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. I mean, I think they're another band that's just like, they. They're, they were they were just a good band. They tapped into a sound that like ended up being like really universal. And I think there's something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's what, very vibey. Yeah. Yeah. They, they found vibes. And my dad told me the other day that um, the the singer that is not um, 
Stevie Nicks or uh Leslie Leslie Buckingham. Lindsay Buckingham. Lindsay Buckingham. We'll cut this part out. The third uh, singer? Yeah, the third singer whose name uh, I can't remember right I now. Think is it's his... Christy Mc Christy uh, hang on. I might have I that don't know. wrong. I, I, I it's a uh, the 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 it's another dude. Well, he he said that Not that Mick Fleetwood. Not the Fleetwood himself, right? No. No. He's the, well, I mean, he's the drummer, but I think he sings sometimes too. Guys, sorry, don't we don't know, know all the members. I don't of fucking know Fleetwood fucking Mac. anything sorry. about Fleetwood Mac. Um, now here you go. Oh, oh sorry, Christine, Christine McVie. Um, or no, you said it was a the yeah, the other was a man. dude, Mike, Mike Campbell, maybe uh, Neil Finn. Maybe. I don't know. There's, There's more members than I thought there were of this yeah, band. Yeah, there's so many anyway, fucking people in this band. Um, my, my dad's favorite singer in this band is not either of the two main ones. And I was like, wow, you're a real fucking hipster at 50, aren't you? Oh, man, I'm glad he's a Fleetwood Mac hipster. I'm glad yeah. that's what he's decided to lean into <laughs> at 50. My he's God. fucking building furniture out of wood. And uh, Yeah, we've been building furniture together and talking about like... Fleetwood Mac. Um, like new order and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That's that's adjacent to the pod. I think. Glad you're keeping it, keeping it real. Yeah. Oh my god, I was in the car with my brother recently, and he fucking liked. Uh, um, he liked. Thank you for the venom. Oh yeah. Yeah, Our it came on. Song. Yeah, it came on, and he was like. Jamming out to it, and I was like, <laughs> "You like my chemical romance?" Yeah, because he's a teenager. Also, he is. He's eighteen. Yeah, target audience. Target audience. That's what. That's what we're saying right now with this song. Look, we don't need to go I've over the a lot fucking. Of, I've got a lot of notes. Song, I don't think. <laughs> I I need to actually. We need to. Okay. Well, let's let's yeah. get into it do you then. Wanna, do you want to do that? I've got a, I've got a whole page of notes. Okay. Well, and let's... I need to go over some of the lyrics. All with right. You. If we need to, then we need to. Let's do it. All right. Let me let me pull up the genius lyrics. Um, I think it's really obvious to see which of the like things I'm gonna say, like people's interpretations of this. Easy to see which ones are from teenagers and which ones are not from teenagers. Yeah. Um, okay. I was reading a lot of YouTube comments that were either from like <laughs> like really creepy older dudes or children. Yeah. Um, really one way or the other with the... I don't think I included a lot of those videos, but I definitely uh, watched some. Okay. So we'll go over the lyrics first and then we'll get into all these fucking notes that I have. Verse 1, they're going to clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. Um, the, uh, the, the genius thing, every single one of these lyrics is entertaining. I don't doubt um, it. It says, adults think they know everything, and so they'll try to change us, teenagers, because they don't like the way we are. It's the perfect way to express the us-versus-them mentality that most teens have. Wow. Is it okay if I interject really quick with that? Absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll make it quick, because I know this is going to be a long one. Um, That's really funny, because like that's exactly not what you should get out of those first two lines. Yeah. Those first two... It's so funny, because it's so close, too, because like, it's clearly meant to be like... Yeah, the teens don't get what it's actually about. I, I said this earlier, but I'm going to say it on mic. Um, 
after doing like the research that I did, I think I like this song a little bit more mm-hmm. than I did before. Um, but earlier you said the covers might make me hate it. Uh, I said they might make you hate me. Oh, that too. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Because they sleep with a gun and keep an eye on you, son, so they can watch all the things you do. Um, this is opening an ad now. Nice. Um, this one says, adults are often scared of teenagers. They fear teenagers might do something stupid and get into trouble or even worse, something against them. Hmm. I mean... The parents sleeping with a gun can be taken both literally, that they sleep with a weapon near them because... Uh, so they can use it if their kids threaten them, or metaphorically, they're always watching what their kids do, and can react if they see they're behaving badly. I mean, you should watch after your children, and if they are behaving like shitheads, you should tell them not to be such a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, okay. I don't know. Because the drugs never work, they're gonna give you a smirk because they've got methods of keeping you clean. They're going to rip up your heads, your aspirations to shreds. Another cog in the murder machine. Classic. Classic. Chorus. They Okay. So in my head, uh, it was just, you know, teenagers, you know. Uh-huh. But it's uh, they said, in quotes, all teenagers scare the living shit out of me. They could care less as long as someone will bleed. So darken your clothes or strike a violent pose. Maybe they'll leave you alone, but not me. You know, I knew all of those except for that very first line. Yeah. And that actually makes all the difference in the world because yeah. I always thought he just did like a... Uh, like like getting ready to... Uh, like a, they say, like, just like yeah. a show tuny type, like fucking yeah. whatever. But no, that's actually really good. Um, yeah. That ties it together. Uh, and, and also it may... <laughs> He also is no longer, like, the first-person narrator, necessarily. Mm-hmm. It, it suddenly, like, steps him away from what I, like, where I thought he stood on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Making sure my thoughts um, are coming across well. <clears throat> um, so, the darken your clothes line. Yeah, what's that mean? When I was younger, I thought it said tuck in your clothes. Oh. Like, be more presentable right and then the adults will leave you alone if you just conform to whatever they want then you'll leave you alone but it actually says darken your clothes or strike a violent pose yeah become a goth yeah become exactly what your parents think you already are yeah and then maybe if they do become actually scared of you they'll leave you alone it's that Um, meme like uh what uh what my friends think I do, what my parents think I do, what I actually—it's yeah. that. It's it's exactly that. Except yeah. it's the same thing across the board. I guess. And then maybe they'll leave you alone, but not me. Is he talking about himself, Gerard? Maybe yeah, that... your parents will leave you alone, but I won't leave you alone. Yeah, I am confused about that one. Um, it's hard to say what he or what he they'll leave you alone the kid but they won't leave me alone because me gerard because they think that i've done this to you and they're gonna take it out on me or is gerard a, a teenager in this song no no oh. he i i will get into he has said that this song is about a lot of different things uh, he has he has retconned this song a bunch hell yeah i love that um, i love retconning stuff <laughs> Or, or, 
Yeah, then again, maybe this line is from the perspective of the teenager, where yeah. they're like, maybe they'll leave you alone, but they're not going to leave me alone. Me, the other teenager. Like, you know, no, they're never going to fucking leave me alone. I mean, who is they? That, that's, who that's, is they? Yeah, that's the question. Is He keeps is addressing they? they. Society. That's what, that's what all the teens think. Yeah, they is just society The problem general. is that I also think it might be society. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the lyrics right now on the screen, and I do think it's also society. <laughs> okay. Verse two. The boys and girls in the clique, the awful names that they stick. You're never going to fit in much, kid. But if you're troubled and hurt, what you got under your shirt will make them pay for the things that they did. Now, that is where that is where all the censorship comes in. This yeah. is why they had to put the disclaimer at the end of the video. Like violence isn't the answer. Because it's, about school, it's about school shootings or maybe a bomb. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. Also... Um, so in the MTV uh version of the music video and on certain um radio stations um not only would they uh censor the swear words but they would censor the words gun Mm. um and in this line particular they would censor the words um under shirt really and pay hang on what you got your will make them for the things that they did. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. I see. Yeah, that's yeah. catchy. Uh-huh. They they just they just bleep those parts out. Wow. Under man. shirt and pay. I mean, man, that's some real like post-Columbine uh America yeah. shit. Well, here's another thing that I was going to get into. The music video release was actually pushed back because of the Virginia Tech shooting. Really? Yeah. Uh, so that's especially why they had to put the disclaimer and censor it a whole bunch. I see. And they probably had to, well, they had, probably had to cut a bunch of shit out of uh, the video in the first place yeah. that we never got to see because, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's like, there's it, like, like it's, you know, it's teams being violent yeah there's there's literally a choreography that i caught i'll i'll, I'll get into some more of that later. the cheerleaders like with the gas masks on like all like yes. fake shooting yeah well, fake shooting at with Gerard, the guns yes. though like they're holding yeah. guns so they're like no, they're holding they're holding nightsticks oh they are um they're not actual guns oh okay i wasn't um, I, I they're just pretending oh, to okay, shoot okay. him but yeah but i mean it's like very I'm clear super surprised that uh now knowing that it came out that soon after Virginia Tech that they even even allowed that. that to happen. Yeah. Um, huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, is there more to this or is that it? Is it just chorus? Um, is it just chorus after that? Yeah, it's just chorus a bunch after that. Um, huh. Okay. But yeah. Um. So I can get into some yeah. of my notes. Go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah. Um. Actually, picking up on the the violence of the the video. Um. I read that. Um, uh, the beginning of the video is like a reference to, uh, the first scene in the Pink Floyd's movie, The Wall. Oh, um, yeah, like no, where I, they're banging on the door. I like, totally. I I was able to find some of it. I couldn't find. I'm not gonna fucking pay to watch just the beginning of The Wall. No, no, um, I I've seen it. Yeah, I totally I, know I've, what you mean. I've never seen it, but yeah, yeah it's like you know they're. Yeah. They're pushing against uh, the door and everything. And the cheerleaders put on the gas masks, which mm-hmm. comes back later in the wall as well. Yeah, no. You, oh, um, yeah. It totally is a reference to the wall. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, now that we just watched the fucking Smells Like Teen Spirit video as well, it's clearly also somewhat a reference to that, too. Yeah. The teenagers, like, sitting in the 
Yeah, and then they all get whatever. fucking violent and come, you know, Beat fuck up shit band. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I think, I think Smells Like Teen Spirit is the first, like, uh, kids in the in the bleachers come and beat up the band yeah i mean i think if security wasn't tight it would have been the beatles they would have just gotten yeah <laughs> literally Honestly, killed yeah. by those women um <laughs> but yeah um here's got a dark in here i can't see my notes you want um, a light? no I'm okay but uh, so on the the mtv version of the music video like i said they they censored um that those parts of that line, um, as well as a bunch of other stuff, and they cut out um, that part where the kids are like banging on the doors and storming through like the halls of the oh. of the um, school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, another thing that uh, I that I found out about the video that I just thought was interesting was that it premiered in New Zealand. And New Zealand was also the first country where um, Black Parade hit, like, number one on the charts. Huh. So it's just big over there. Yeah. Interesting. I just thought that was interesting. New Zealand was just uh, slightly ahead of the curb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as for what Gerard says this song is about, oh. the first thing I ever saw uh, him say about it was that he was on the subway at night at some point and he saw some teenagers that really like scared him on the other side of the train and he said that it was like the first time that he ever felt really old um huh which he was not like old during black parade era or uh revenge era i mean know? like and he you- would have been at the top of his like career I'm sure if those kids were looking at you weird in any way, it's because you're fucking Gerard Way. And Actually, they were like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God, that's Gerard Way. Well, he was famous at the time, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely not what it's about. All right, keep going. What yeah. else does he um, say? In another part, he said that this song was for um, the teens that he envisioned being in the Black Parade after having, like, killed themselves or, like... Um, you know, died in a, some other fucking stupid way, you know, mm-hmm. from being a, a, a violent, moody teen. Okay, um, maybe. And then I have some... I have some other uh, screenshots of things that he's said that I think are just retconning. Um, All right, I'm ready. I love retconning. Um, oh, here's, retcon. here's the actual quote that he said about the subway thing. He said... Um, it says, Gerard Way is quoted as saying that he wrote the song after finding himself in a New York City subway car full of high schoolers. Quote, that was the first time I felt old. I was nervous and I was a target. I felt like I had become a parent figure or part of the problem. I'm hmm. li- like, what? Because some kids looked like gave you a side eye did, did on he, the train? Wait, did he go through the thought process of thinking, oh, man, because of me, these kids are going to shoot up a school? <laughs> I know. I'm also sorry if it's a honestly, really fucked up thing for me to say out loud. Just like, is that what he was thinking? <laughs> I mean, because clearly the song is know. like really like pointed to be about that, right? Um, like, I mean, that's really what it it seems to be. Um, I've I've got some other quotes from him. Um, 
This is from a Kerrang! magazine in November 2006. Quote, it's a commentary on kids being viewed as meat by the government and by society. That's how I felt in school. And after 9-11 happened, that's how I felt in general. It's very important that this song is here because I always viewed this as about these kids in the parade who had killed themselves, who had made a big mistake. It's a very powerful song. I just uh, hang on. I just got a tweet out from our <laughs> podcast that teenagers is about nine eleven. Everything's about nine eleven. Well, guess what? Gerard literally said in that interview that it's about nine um, eleven. Uh, in a different um, in a different article, he was quoted saying that song almost didn't fit on the record, but it's a topic that's so important to our culture. It's about a really big problem in America where kids are killing kids. The only thing I learned in high school is that people are very violent and territorial. But, like, writing it about some kids you saw on the subway and writing it about, like, you know, this really serious song about school shootings, those are two very different things. Yeah, Like, get I agree. your story straight. I agree. It does... It... Yeah, that is super retcon. And none of those are, like... If I'm looking at the fucking lyrics, which there are not that many of, that's it's not mostly what I'm, chorus. Yeah, that's not what I'm getting out of it. Yeah, I oh, and I didn't take a screenshot of it, but there was a quote from another article that was like, um, you can tell that this song is just uh like a single that they shout out that doesn't. Uh, go with the rest of the band. It doesn't seem like something they would normally write. Yeah. But then th they went on to say, but they do it so well here. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's catchy. And I just don't... I don't know. I thought I liked it more, but now that I'm... Now that I'm thinking about it again, maybe I, maybe it's... I don't know. Maybe you have complicated emotions with this song. Because it is I do. Like, I do have complicated emotions. It is the poser MCR song to know. Yeah. Like, it's the most poser MCR yeah. song to know. Like, there's no other... I mean, I guess other than Welcome to Black Parade, because it's a meme. But <laughs> before yeah. that, before Welcome to the Black Parade itself became a meme, I think Teenagers was the song that everyone was like, oh, yeah, Teenagers. Yeah, I know them. Like... Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure you fucking do, man. Like, because, like, the hard rock radio was playing that song. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I think that was the first uh, MCR song I ever heard just because it was on the radio so much. Yeah, if, like, that wasn't the first MCR song I heard, I can't imagine what was. It It was almost for sure Teenagers because it is such a catchy song. Like, I'll I'll admit that. Um, I don't think it goes with... I don't think it goes with the rest of the Black Parade sonically as well as it could or as well as it should, I think is a better way of putting it. Um, I, I see that he's trying to like make it fit thematically, but it's not working thematically either. Well, you know, I think that it, we said this really early on, I think, wasn't it? Uh, is it Kill All Your Friends, the yeah. bonus track? Mm -hmm. We said this a while back, and if you didn't listen to that episode, it's okay. Um, but Fuck in that you. episode, Fuck we said... Fuck you if you didn't listen to it. <laughs> well, in case this is your first episode with us, oh, and well, okay. you decide to go back and listen or whatever, we... That's okay. I think I at some point... Un I unfuck you. We <laughs> Gosh. We, we, I think, came to the conclusion that Kill All Your Friends would be a better song to put in place of Teenagers if Teenagers wasn't going to be on this record. Yeah. And I think thematically it would tie things better, tie things together together better it would go better like 
literally where teenagers is i think it would go better on the record it wouldn't break it up in such a strange way Mm -hmm. because it comes in between two songs that like have like a lot of gravity to them i feel yeah Uh, and then there's just this fucking thing in the middle yeah and it does it is it is the most jarring thing on the record because of where it is and what or how it's presented i guess Mm-hmm. it's like definitely oh yeah there's the radio single like oh there's the main character you know like yeah one of those type things uh, yeah yeah so uh i don't think that makes it a bad song i just think that in the context of like a really artistic record or what what i, what I think is a, an otherwise pretty art, darn artistic record mm-hmm. uh uh for like such a fucking like hit on the pop charts uh it uh it just doesn't belong in there so much but hey whatever yeah. it's there it's out there in the world and that's how it exists i guess we can we have phones we can rearrange it if we want yeah exactly <laughs> you know you can make <clears throat> make your, a playlist on your iphone your dream um Blackberry. or your android i guess or your or your windows, windows phone, phone. Win- yeah. <laughs> windows phone or uh um, uh your pager or you know i only just recently found out how a pager works, like what it does. Yeah, explain in case someone doesn't know, because I think it's um, interesting. It's like you you call someone and leave like a voicemail on their phone, and then your pager tells you that you have a voicemail on your home phone. Yeah, and so you then you know you can go to like a pay phone or a, or a different phone, and you can check. Because back in the day, when there were home phones, mm-hmm. landlines, you yeah. could call your own phone and listen to your uh, voicemails. Yeah, it's like... I bef- thought it was like an early form of texting, but no. Yeah, it's like your cell phone, but it's plugged right into the wall. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty, pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. It's pretty fucked up. Uh but I think we've—I don't know—have we covered the song? Like, I—I I don't think we really need to listen to the band play it. Like, it's—you've heard it. Yeah, we also have some things to get through. So yeah. Uh, we're gonna have a quick break. We're gonna eat some. What are we eating? Some sort of mango yogurt pops. Yeah, they're yeah. Yeah, we're gonna eat uh, some other things yeah. that we got at the Asian market, and then when we come back, uh, you can sit with us for the uh the rest of this experience. Gourmet fucking fruit gels, bro. Kit Kat, mixed nuts, and. We're back. We're back. Back from the break. I hope you. I hope you guys did something fun during the break because we sure did. Um, yeah, those mango things were good. Uh, instructions were very unclear on how to eat. Yeah, uh, I think in the end we figured it out, uh, and they were good. We I made agree. it work. We yeah. got the stuff out of the thing. Definitely, we definitely ate so. the mango pops. So we're gonna get right into. The covers yeah. section this week, and uh, this first one here, which, by the way, if you're looking for any of these covers, look for our YouTube channel. Thank you for the podcast. We make playlists that I think are just now immediately public the second we make them. Uh, they should be. Of all the songs that we're doing, and I'm going to make sure I do it with this one. So this first one I just wrote, this looks bad. Yeah, I can see the screen fine from here. It's just, I can't read. Alright, so this first uh, first cover, mm. uploaded in 2021, uh, Teenagers cover by 
Lolila and at Hollison. How would you describe this? Uh, uh, e-girl and uh, some gaslight men. <laughs> yeah. It's very purple. Um, I mean, it's it's well produced. Um, um the, the the thing that sticks out the most to me the boys and girls and was that yeah. well I was gonna say the first lady uh I mean it's very clearly overdubbed like it's obviously it's gonna be over but um she was giving a more uh, much more heartfelt like there's more inflection uh-huh. on the, the sound of it, and her face was just like, like she was just pursing her lips and like looking good for the camera. Yeah, I did catch like, that. Very clearly not, doesn't match the sound at all, and it's like so much so that it's a little jarring. Yeah, I do agree. I think I think the like uh, compressed pop punk nature of the production does like clash against the. Uh, Almost like yeah, it's it's know. like soft uu aesthetic e girl yeah. uh in her bedroom TikToker vibe, yeah. whereas the three other shots are like look like they're at a actual like space like they're all the same place uh oh here it it says private so yeah change yeah it to I'm gonna make it private I'll make it public cool these are all yeah um. So yeah, that's going on the teenagers playlist. Uh, you you guys will find that. Uh, that's by Lalila Lolia L O L L I A. Um, so yeah, that was our first. That was the first thing. Uh, I don't really know what to make of that necessarily. Uh, but man, we have. I thought the second girl uh, uh was giving a better performance visually. Yeah. I uh. I don't know the drummer. Maybe the maybe the first girl just couldn't make it to the day they were they were shooting. Yeah, because I was gonna space. say she was also in a different location. Uh, yeah, it looked know, like she like... was just on like oh sorry I moved your microphone. Oh, it's okay. I didn't it, like the vibes of the drummer. It looked like she was just uh, like in her bedroom, like set up with a ring light and shit. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did look like it was uh. It was at that angle too. It was at a very TikToker angle. Yeah. Uh, so this is from. Our our personal Emma Noodle is that Emma, Emma Noodle? Noodle? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is Emma Noodle's upload uh, of Teenagers cover. This was uploaded January 2018. Gonna go ahead. Yeah. Crank that up. Oh uh, yeah, Emma Noodle's a a common character on this podcast and covers. Yeah, I wanted to see recurring. I wanted to give you some ups and downs in this uh, cover section. Yeah, this is um, familiar territory for us. How does uh, Emma Noodle's? Uh, I like this better than the original. Really? You go, Emma Noodle. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so this is pretty sick. Uh, Emma Noodle set up in front of her, uh, or there. I, I'm not sure what uh, pronouns Emma Noodle uses. They're, uh, they're going for, like, uh, you know, that kind of, like, sing-songy, like, um, sticky 
musical kind of yeah, yeah. vibe, which I think the original has, but it does. Uh, they're really uh, leaning farther into it. Like yeah, it. and I think that's I think that's a cool vibe actually, uh, leaning into that like show tune aspect of it. Thank I guess. you, show. T- I couldn't fucking think of the word show no, tunes. We keep coming back to that word when it comes to this record. Like I can never fucking remember the that word it's okay i i understand um anyway yeah so i don't know i think i think a lot of the black parade has show tuniness to it for sure but teenagers really does yeah and i think it doesn't help that like the music video takes place on like an actual stage either yeah you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it really it really becomes that uh this next cover i just wrote the word feet uh I think there's feet in this video. Hey guys, this is uh, sorry. Uh, this is uh, a guitar cover by Maddie Crewmans, uploaded March 2015. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a look at this. This uh, hello, my name is uh, Matt Crewmans. It says Maddie in your channel name, guy. Uh, hello, my name is Matt Crewmans, and I'm 20 years old from Ontario, Canada. For my fifth video, oh, I'm not reading all this anyway. Uh, they, yeah, well, they, he was 20 in 2015. So how old is he now? He's like 25, 26. All right. I'm gonna say so. He's so. like our age. Uh, actually, yeah. So this uh, this dude here, Matt, Matt, Maddie, Matt. Uh, he's done a guitar cover, and I'm pretty sure if the th- if uh, the preview of the video has anything to do with it. Oh, it's so tuning in to my. He's uh, got his feet out. It's been a while. Sorry about that. I've uh oh. Worry about a lot and uh, really busy, and it's hard to find time. Wow, excuse, he but, is uh, very Canadian. So, with this cover, I'm going to be doing Fitting. Teenagers by Michael. I mean, he said he's from Ontario. For, our, for a hopeful guest. Actually, yeah, you know, maybe maybe, uh, maybe our guests and this guy are friends. Race with my own money. And you know, I got we'll it. Ask because someone told me to ask check him out. Ask him who knows our, our good pal, Maddie. Maddie Crewman. So uh, with this cover, I'll actually be using my Yamaha Pacifica, which is the first electric guitar that I ever got, because I don't feel like uh-huh. bringing any of my other guitars up to uh, standard. And oh, you see he's the like standard guitars up to standard. He plays drop keys normally. Normally he's playing heavier music than this, but always, for this thank one. Thank you for explaining that to me, because I genuinely didn't know what that meant. If you want to check out my everyday life, Oh, oh, uh, yeah, go totally. to Maddie K Music on Instagram. Sorry. He's mansplaining it to us, but uh, I, and I'm sorry that I've kind of doing the same thing. Uh, check it out. No, check it out. Check it out. He's wearing, he's wearing a fucking blazer. Yeah, but Overtime. No, okay, let me set no. the scene for you. He's in front of some fucking wallpaper. He's sitting on an orange uh, amp here. Um, got his Got his one leg over his uh other leg no shoes or socks uh he's got his little guitar he might be wearing black sweatpants really hard to I say i think they might they're they're black pants yeah um it's he's the- wearing and he's wearing a matching black blazer underneath which is a black and red like plaid flannel and a matching black beanie and of course his lip ring is black you think something just broke in our house yep pause it uh it's uh, i'll pause the actual recording yeah yeah yeah. all right we're uh we're back the cat broke a glass yeah yeah it's been a real eventful night uh yeah but uh yeah we talked about this guy with his his feet out uh this 
this emo fellow with his feet out. His little toesy woesies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. Oh man, yeah, yeah. This is where it starts to really, really go somewhere. Uh, I think I just wrote some really silly guys. Okay. Covering this song. They're gonna clean up your looks. Yeah. Now I can tell already from these sunglasses that this guy's pretty fucking silly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very like Lonely Island to me. This is uh, teenagers, My Chemical Romance, Jonathan Young and Caleb Hiles cover version. This is uploaded by Jonathan Young himself in uh, 2018, February. Wow. Sorry, these guys Australian? Uh, why do they sound Australian to you? Slightly. Boys and girls in the clicks, the awful names that they stick, you're never gonna fit. It sounds like he's putting on an American accent, you know? I see what you're saying, okay. I don't know, I mean they're 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 pro gun control according to this uh description here, so that's that's good. I guess. I mean, they have gun control in Australia. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they're just pro-Australia. Do you have any thoughts on this? Um. Like, is this good? Um, when did this come out? 2018. Oh, this is way too late. Oh, God. So it's maybe not, uh... Not yeah, maybe like 2015, then. 2016, this would have been cool, yeah. but no. No, okay. Well, good try, guys. Um, I'll give you a like anyway. Why not? I put you on the playlist. I'm pretty pretty darn sure. Yeah, yeah, I put you on there. Uh, but that was that was Jonathan Young and Caleb Hiles uh, covering it on YouTube. Okay. Uh, uh, have you ever heard of the band The Vamps? Because I haven't. Uh- it sounds familiar. Well, I think they covered it, and I put that one on here. They covered it live. It's not like a recorded thing, okay. I don't think. Um, They're gonna clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make This was uploaded in 2014. Oh, by the Vamps themselves, okay. They have 4.24 million subscribers. Maybe we listen to them. Uh, maybe they're Australian. Who knows? Let me see. Let's see if I can figure out who the vamps are. Let's see. Website, thevamps.net. Let's take a look. Let's see. uh, uh, Where are you guys from? You guys kind of suck. Do not sell my personal information. A pretty good website. Uh, yeah. Is that a tour poster? Uh, right here. Yeah, can we look and see what's on it? Let's take a look. Leeds, Sheffield. They might be British. So British. Yeah, it's all Did places. we talk to Georgia about that? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't like the way this guy is singing it. Um, 
is also cut together with like shots of them as teenagers, I think. So I think they're maybe missing the point. Yeah. Oh, I think these guys are still teenagers in this they performance. They might be, actually. They might be. Um, they look like the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Right? Like, am I getting... Oh, that guy looks like... No, they look like One Direction. Oh, uh, okay. That's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, this guy wants to be Harry Styles. Okay, sorry. My bad. I was, I was confusing them. Yeah. Huh. Um, Man, the way they're censoring yeah, this, so... it sounds like something that would be on like fucking Nickelodeon. I was gonna say, like it's a got... band that Disney. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, Jonas Brothers, it's a band that Disney's pushing. Real literal teenage energy, like what the fuck? Yeah, it's so strange. Um, uh, I'll put it on the list. Fuck it, you guys well, can you see it if to. you want. I do have to actually. I don't have to like it though. Hey, eat my ass, the Vamps. Um, <laughs> all right, so that was the Vamps. Uh, hopefully. They're adults, so me saying eat my ass isn't that weird. Well, that was in 2014. Uh, yeah, they're probably adults by now, if nothing else. So, yeah. Um, uh, this next one, uh, I'm excited for this next one, guys. Okay. Fans of this pod and myself. Um, okay. This is some dudes in a room. That's not Fuck, what it's called. I love dudes in a room. It is some dudes in a room. Uh, this was uploaded in 2017 by Unders... Oh gosh, got hiccups. Sorry. Um, underscore I hear boom underscore. Uh, just an ordinary cover by the ordinary. The the original one is they link to it right there. Uh, this comment says nice vocals. I feel like bass is a little too loud though. Well, fuck off, man. They're probably recording it off of their mom's camera. Let's take a listen. I'm listening. Alright, so they're in like maybe a garage type space? A warehouse? Uh, hard to say. It's a band of four, uh, I'd say four young men. Uh, uh, one guy's, yeah, one guy's in some shorts, dude. These shorts are short. I also think that he's barefoot. Yeah, oh, he is. He's definitely he's barefoot. I can, I can confirm that for you. Um, there's a lot of shit oh, on the yeah, wall. Yeah, vocals are good. I don't think the bass is too loud. Fuck that guy. Yeah, I don't think the bass is loud enough. I think it should be a lot louder. Also, like, what do they think this is? A recording? Like, it's a, it's a video. They're just jamming. Of them Come on, jamming. bro. Yeah. Man, these, these dudes are having a good time, though. They seem like they're. Uh... Yeah, I like this one. Nice, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, nice. uh, user, I hear booms, or uh, I don't know if they gave a band name. Uh, by the ordinary. If the band is called the Ordinary, then good job. You guys are, you guys are killing it. I appreciate. Yeah, dude. Appreciate what you're doing out there. Um. Killing so that, it. So that was my dudes in a room. Fucking killing some, it. Some dudes in a room just jamming. Uh oh. I don't remember what oh wait, maybe I do. It looks no. like a room from like a fallout game. It does, actually. Like, yeah. It looks like it's like corrugated. It's like, it, yeah, metal it's a in video game room for sure. Um, okay, so I don't There's remember a bunch what of generic posters that like you can't understand what they're saying. They're yeah. just there for background. Yeah. 
they're too low res to read yeah um okay so i don't remember what this one is but i wrote i really don't like this one okay so i put it on the list obviously oh yeah yeah okay i remember this one now so this is a a band called palaye pal palaye palaye royale teenagers live in paris oh they're fucking french oh Oh, so that's why they got that dumbass name i mean maybe they're french but i'm gonna say actually they probably are this is in 2019 it looks like uh uploaded by user what does it say nat no way no way farer no way farer no no way no way fair oh no way fair oh actually yeah sorry probably as i think i've maybe just never seen that word before uh written out but i don't know yeah they're probably french uh there's a lot of french in the description so that's for sure but this is uh i think there's a couple videos of them playing this is just the first one i found so this is the band playing it this guy's got like they got a light up sign (sighs) yeah it's a cool sign but this guy's got real like i don't know man like french i don't like that energy french it's completely dark i can only see the silhouettes of them and i already do not like the energy of this dude you'll see the singer I think he has French, like, Ronnie Radke vibes, maybe. Maybe not MGK. I don't think MGK's this creepy. Yeah, I... You know, yeah, Ronnie Radke. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I... Definitely Ronnie Radke I don't mean to diss MGK that fucking hard. I don't know anything about him. I couldn't say. But, uh... No, this guy seems like a real asshole. Everyone in the band does too, if I'm being honest with you. Everyone in the band looks like they're real narcs. Yeah, this guy thinks he's really hard for being French. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, like, what. Like, in what context are they covering? That, like, I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about this band, obviously, but it just, uh. This doesn't feel right for some reason. Do you want me to look them up? No. Oh, okay. No, it's okay. But that's a uh, Palaye Royale. They're just playing it in some fucking club somewhere, bouncing around. The guy's got. It was oh. September, perhaps? No. I think it's September 2019? No. November. November 2019? No. 2019, 2-12, and they put the day first. Oh. oh. So I'm okay. gonna say December. Okay, got you. My bad. December. Cool, 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 cool. cool. So they have to be indoors because he's shirtless. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. They're indoors, <laughs> shirtless. He's got maybe a handful of tattoos, lot of lot, a lot of eye makeup. On. Yeah, lot, a lot, a shitload. Um, got some real, real sketchy vibes. Yeah. Um. um but that was that was they that was polite. Palai. Palaye. Palaye Royale. Royale. Fucking from across the pond. Uh, this is from a this next one. If I can copy this link correctly, and oh god, what's going on? Uh, it's from a high school variety show. Okay. And I feel like we've actually just watched this sitting on the couch before. You and I. Yeah. Uh, potentially, but we'll find out. Oh, hello. 
There we go. Alright, uh, this is uploaded by Michael O'Connor. Oh, yeah. I feel like we've actually watched this before. Huh. Uh, 2014, this was uploaded. Oh. Oh, you know? Okay, yeah, with their, um, with their little blazers. Yeah, so all the sunglasses, they, it does look familiar. Yeah. They're, they're in a high school Like a high school talent show, high school variety show, it's called. Uh, they're on a stage, all black suits, like, or, well, sorry, they're all wearing, like, black blazers and dark pants and sunglasses. Yeah, I, mean, I think the guy on the left has a full suit. Uh, guy in the middle just has regular jeans on. Guy on the right at least has black jeans on. And drummer is not giving a shit, just has sunglasses on. Yeah, drummer's got a drum, though. Wow. You think, uh, think this kid was real popular? Um, yeah. yeah. Yes. Look at his Bieber haircut. He's very yeah. popular. Yeah, he is rocking a Bieber haircut. But it was 2014, yeah. so... That was the time to do Can't it. Can't say shit. I know. They scared the life out of me. Oh. I like that the guitar player bent down to turn up his amp, the uh, lead guitar player. Classic move, like, ah, oh, guitar solo's coming up, better turn the amp up. Better turn it, better turn it up. Yeah. Better turn it up, don't know if they can hear me. They can hear you, bud. I mean, he played the solo really well, though. Yeah, clearly the kid with the full suit is the, like, really talented right, one. Nope, I don't want to hear I it. don't want to hear what you've got to say in Whatever the Whatever this kid is going to fucking, God, every time. Every time you watch a fucking talent show video, I swear, like, the kids add some fucking bullshit to it where they're like, ah, now we're going to talk to the fucking crowd. Like, Nobody you know, wants you yeah. to do that. They want you to get up there. They want you to fucking leave. Yeah. They just, no one wants to be there. Only you want to be there. I'll give you a like. <laughs> give, him a, give him a like. Throw him on the playlist. Give him a like. Um, yeah, so that was Michael O'Connor. Uh, they list all their names Well done, here. though. A really good performance. Yeah, actually, it was a really great performance. Uh, this person says they look like the Beatles if they made punk music. I'm gonna downvote that one. Yeah, yeah thumbs like down that thumb for me. Down, thumbs Thanks. down. Thank you. Wow, best girls we've seen so far. Agreed. Um, okay. <laughs> maybe they're making a <laughs> okay. podcast too. Maybe they've okay. also also the best cover they've seen so far. I mean, actually, Emma Noodles is probably the best we've seen so far. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Um, Emma Noodle has got it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one. They know what the people want. And the people, by the people, I mean us. Us, yeah, the two of us, the people who host this podcast. Yeah. Emma Noodle, I know you're going to find us one day. Come on the podcast. Emma Noodle. Uh, so this one. This one. So we got to oh, we gotta talk about that, this straight away. Okay, first, yeah. right away. Yeah, so there's a lot going on. That's, so this, um, is, this is uploaded in uh, uh, January of 2015 by uh, YouTube uploader Social Repose, who has... 1.02 million subscribers. Wow. I would like to point um, this out real quick. Uh, I wish I knew more about, uh, you know, the genre of music that this guy looks like they belong to. Um, because then I could say, like, what band the this guy looks like they're uh, from. Blackfield Brides. There you go. Yeah. Thanks. So, like, so what's the first thing you notice when the video starts up? Big, big hair. 
Uh huh. Um, and are they wearing? Yeah, they sure are. They're yeah. uh, big scene hair with um <laughs> uh, would, a Native American it? headdress. So and. and while it does look like they have quite a and bit like, of makeup on, lots of makeup, like face paint. It's hard to say if they've they are, made themselves look they are, paler or they if look like a white. ghost. They they match the background of YouTube. Yeah, right now it's really hard to say. What... I thought at first that this video what? was just in black and white. No, yeah, it could fool you. Honestly, um, there's not much color to it. Uh. So yeah. it's really hard to say if this is really bad or not, but it was 2015. They were doing this a lot. People oh, were yeah. doing this a lot in 2015. Really? Okay. 2015 was the year, the the summer that every white girl oh. was like, you know what? This is the year we Yo. get really into appropriating Native Native was American the dude culture. from Never Shout Never doing it? Oh yes. Okay. Oh my God! Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay, cool. Yes. So this is the guy from Never Shout Never. Yeah. Um, he's if, definitely doing if it. If he fucked one of the dudes from Black Veil Brides. I would just like to say that... Um, Which he did. I would just like to say that uh, everyone in the comments is just talking about how his pitch is off. Okay. That's I'm glad it. we haven't <laughs> even started <laughs> and we can... My expectations are already low. Let's go for it. You know, I think your expectations should be really low because, like, it's not that fucking bad even. Like, I think they're just kind of being shitty. But Well, you know what? He deserves it. But, like, I mean, it's pretty bad, but, like, I don't know, man. Oh, my God. It makes me physically ill. Yeah? Oh, I mean, this is pretty awesome. Wow. I love how he's just, like... Uh, just like looking slightly off screen almost, or like, or like, I don't know, oh, no, like not fully to the left, but like kind of to the left, he's looking like, you know, it's really unsettling. I hate the inflection of this, this is, but is I don't want to say pedophile music, but like, off pitch? Uh, for some of it, yeah, definitely. He's not hitting some of these notes. Like fucking bad. Miranda sings over here. Also, there's only a minute and 28 of this. Do you think he's just like, okay, I'm not going to just sit and repeat the last choruses? Yeah. That's kind of, that's well, so he probably, weird. He probably ended it uh, at the guitar solo. It's so weird that like, um, like this is the whole vibe, but then he's like, no, I'm not going to waste your guys' time, though. I'm not even going to finish it. He's like, I'm, I'm just not going to waste your guys' time. You know how the rest of it goes. I hate that kind of music. What What kind of music? Like that... Never Shout Never? That... The the inflection that he puts on his voice... Oh, yeah. I, I, the reason I say pedophile music is that a lot of people in bands like those have turned out to be pedophiles. Um, or just general sex pests. Or, yeah, or just... I don't think it's not always, great people. Yeah, I, th I think that's a better way of putting it. You know, making advances towards underage girls. And, and I know a lot of Warp Tour. Uh, yes. Stuff has come out. Heavy I, Warp I Tour energy. Yeah, I think that's really what we're getting at is the uh, Warp Tour, the bad Warp Tour vibes. Uh, this yeah, I think, bad bad vibes all around from that guy. Can I read you this? Did comment? you put it on the? What did you put it on the uh, thing? Uh, on our list. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, you got to see this guy. So what? Uh, I found fest. this. I found this comment. I just want to. I just want to read everyone this comment from five years ago by YouTube user Crafter Cuck. Uh, 
guys, March 22nd is coming. Let's make a black parade. Everyone that has been an MCR fan from yesterday to 2001, go out and sing Black Parade by MCR to make them happy. I did this because I saw someone commenting this. Give that a like. Okay. Thank you, Crafter Cuck. So I just wanted to read that comment cool. to you. Uh, it was from five years ago. Cool. Uh, most of this is from like five years ago, actually. Awesome. Um, so, <laughs> so we're just moving right along now. Uh, I've got two covers left for everyone. And I think they're only like this is uh, this is either an upward battle or a downward spiral. Oh, God. And I don't know. Well, I think the last one's kind of something magic, but I got to show you this one first because I just love this dude's energy so much. Um, Let's take a look here. Take a quick look. Uh, This is... a boy brushing up against my legs. This is uh, Rody Joe spell... Or sorry, this is Rudy Joe. uh, R-O-O-D-I-E. This video has 65 views. It was uploaded March of 2018. Uh, I think he's just doing a guitar cover. But before we get going, I'm going to... Oh, there's no comments either. Fuck yeah, I could write this guy a message. All right. Um, I'm going to blow this up so you can see it there, Frank. This is I Rudy Joe. Let's take. Let's just take a second. All right. So Rudy Joe is sitting in front of some sort of uh, maybe folding card table, it looks like. Or mm-hmm. they might be in an RV, actually. I've actually not considered that until just now. Possibly. They've got... Uh, they've got like a Ibanez type. Actually, it is an Ibanez, like sharp, uh, like gray guitar, gray sweatshirt, uh, jeans, long hair, headphones on, in front of the webcam, and behind them on that table is <laughs> like what? What? What is all there? Like, can you? I'm taking it all in still, but like, there's what... definitely like uh, a remote controlled car of some sort. Some WD forty, um, a lot of parts and like electronics type garbage. Uh, just like this whole frame is cluttered with shit. Yeah, it's like, and it's it, it's not the best quality, so it's kind of like you know that the the picture where it's like name anything in this <laughs> yeah in this photo, and it's all just like, you know, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not like real shit. It's not real stuff. Yeah. It's just it's stuff that looks almost like other stuff. Yeah. The longer I look at this, the more it feels like a painting to me. This frame of Rudy Joe. I want to paint ready this. To fucking shred. All right, so uh we're gonna listen to this. We're gonna Rudy, we're gonna, we're gonna give play. it to me. I had to hit play. Almost almost, almost missed it. Yeah, I had to hit play on the YouTube video real quick. Um Adding in that guitar slide that's nice not slide. in the not in the song normally. I mean, Rudy's shred. Fuck yeah, Rudy. Rudy's chugging away. Got a lot of distortion. Don't know where the amp is, but I can hear it. It's all that matters. Oh, nice. Nice. Man, this song looks like really fun to play on guitar. Yeah, you want to learn it now? Maybe, yeah. I'll learn something. I've been trying to learn some songs. Now, like, 
what I like about this video is that I don't think Rudy is the kind of person who you'd walk up to and be like, yeah, bruh, like, you like My Chemical Romance. I feel like Rudy would maybe, maybe say they're into other things first before you got down to the MCR yeah. stuff, you know? This is also them covering, like... Clearly uh, they're into RC cars. Yeah, RC cars, MCRs. What the f There's There's something there. There's got to be something there, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, shred it. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, Get yeah. it. Get it. Rudy is, uh... Man, really taking that guy for a walk there. Hell no yeah. emotion on their face whatsoever. Yeah, just like, really in the zone. Yeah. Just really playing, in the zone on this one. Playing the song exactly as it should be played, but their way. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Rudy. Hell yeah. Well, uh... Make sure you give Rudy a like. Oh, I think I did. I think there's only like two... Fuck yeah, Rudy. Yeah, I'm going to comment, too, because there's no comments. Let me let me make a comment here. Uh, I'm tell Rudy they have a sick tone. Fuck yeah. Tone. Bro. Shred it. Shred it. Yeah, I'm telling Rudy to fucking shred it. Sick tone, bro. Shred it. Yeah. From, thank you for the podcast. Yeah, that's how you know. Verified. <laughs> not verified. Not verified. <laughs> Definitely Can you not. be verified on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like all those like million sub channels we were looking at. They have a little check mark. There yeah, too. All right. yeah. Um, all right, you got. I got one that, more. You got one more for me. Yeah, yeah. So. Is it tasty? <laughs> it's cursed. It's extremely okay. cursed. It's okay. Um. Let me make sure that the video is muted because it's so. Oh my! It's so loud. Okay. Okay. So. Uh oh. Uh, immediately. Can you tell me who that is? Uh, Actually, hang on, real quick. Let me, let me, let me, let me put it on the playlist. Let me give you the YouTube uploaded. This is you uploaded by YouTube user Craig Ansley in. Oh my God, in two thousand seven. Okay, that oh, explains. Wow. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. So. Okay, so. This guy, this guy here. I'm gonna start playing the video. Okay. Could you tell me? Because uh, I, I wrote it in the notes. Is that Freddy? Yeah, that's Freddy from iCarly. What? It's, sorry, hang on. That's not Freddy from iCarly. That's it's not, not? No. I, that's Freddy. Dude, okay. I know, no, I pulled up a picture. exactly like fucking Freddy from iCarly. When I was doing research earlier on the couch, what the fuck, I pulled up a picture of Freddy from iCarly just to verify. And it, I don't think it's him. Guys, but. you gotta, you gotta get on YouTube. You gotta go to our fucking playlist, if nothing else, but to see fucking Freddie from iCarly. Playing like a jaunty, like folky, like cover of. And it's black like, and white. It's black. It looks like it looks like he's playing like this looks like a scene from like like a like a deleted scene from the first Clerks movie. Like he's yeah. in the back of the fucking quick stop playing this or something. Did you con did you confirm that this is a him? I can't confirm that it's not him. If I'm being let honest with you. Just, let me just open up. No, the, the actor's name isn't Craig Ansley. It's like it's Nick something. Okay. I I did look at that, but this is wow. um yeah this is just some dude's YouTube channel I think yeah 
Craig. Signed Craig. Cianceley84, yeah. When are these comments from? Are any of them recent? Nine years ago, five years ago, 13 years ago. You should comment and um, yes, tell, just say tell a sick one, Freddie, from my Carly. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, just leaving this comment for Freddie. Um, so, like, I don't know, man. Teenagers, uh, it's really popular with teenagers, as it turns out. turns out if you write a, a song uh, that's the exact title of your audience, or just the name yeah. of your audience, like what they are. Yes. Like, you write a song named Adults. I'm sure adults will do it. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, I know. I don't say that because now it's going to happen. Oh, God. Fucking, uh, man. Uh, can imagine if my chemical romance wrote a song called Adults. That would be pretty funny. I think that's when they should try rapping. <sighs> I think the I think if if my chem is no. gonna is gonna self reference themselves of, like that, who should rap? To, I was just gonna say, who do you think should rap? Uh, Ray. I was gonna pretty say funny. Ray, but then I was like, I don't want that to be because he's the only non-white person. But oh, I no. also think I that because be funny. <laughs> I also think that sounds like a none of boy. the other of them <clears throat> could do it at all. Yeah, they would all be awful. Yeah, he'd come up there and he'd sound like Andy Milanakis. Yeah, yeah. He would honestly. <laughs> he Andy would. Milanakis is a good rapper. Though. No, he is, but he also is like like I, a cursed forever child unfortunately I, I know that this meme is long since passed but andy milanakis is in my dream blunt rotation yeah yeah you know yeah i honestly for me all of three loco <laughs> oh god i don't know if i could handle who riffraff or dirt yeah, nasty riffraff i don't know just riffraff <laughs> i mean it, it like riffraff now Oh yeah. I don't know well, that just, I can handle no, being ever. around. Him. What do you mean ever? I think he might have been more tolerable like earlier in his career. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. He might have been. Um, um before he really really just became Riffraff 24/7. Yeah. Back when he could separate the character from himself. Now yeah. he is the character. Man, one of these days, if we start a Patreon or something, I think doing a deep dive, like... On Neon Icon? On Neon Icon would yes. be really fun, like, as a side thing to do. So if you guys if you guys do want us to fucking force you to pay us for anything, it'd be that. Because I don't think... I, <laughs> if I'm going to make that, if I'm going to put the effort into the Neon Icon thing, I'm, I'm going to make gonna it really, good. I'm going to really deep dive into yeah, it. Because gonna... I genuinely think that that album is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's extremely interesting and, like, a, a piece Diplo of... Diplo was not tripping. Yeah, no, it's a it's a piece of media that is not only like weirdly influential on a lot of things that came immediately after it, but also like everyone was referencing it at the time and everyone was like talking about Riff Raff at the time. Yeah. And like somehow I remember not going to uh see Riff Raff at Warp Tour in like twenty fifteen. Yeah. And like he was he always to this day I has regret been it. the butt of every joke. 
I mean, not of every joke, but like any talk of him is a joke about him. But like, we wouldn't have Post Malone without him. There's just no way. Genuinely, yeah. You, you can't have a rapper from Texas who's kind of silly without Riff Raff because <laughs> he is yeah. exactly that. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's mostly what Teenagers is about. It's mostly about Riff Raff. Yeah. Um, whether whether you fucking like oh, it or not. Oh, I would love to see Riff Raff cover this song. <laughs> yeah? What the fuck, fuck did he yeah. even do? You think he's ever listened to My Chemical Romance in his life? Yes. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. If I could get him on this podcast, if he wasn't so fucking annoying, <laughs> like, if he wasn't so fucking annoying, like, really? I love Riff Raff, but God, he's fucking annoying. He really is um, very annoying. Yeah, if I could fucking stand him long enough to get him on this podcast, like, uh, by the way, here's a fun fact about me. I've opened, my, one of my old, old, old bands that I don't want to talk about, uh, we opened for Riff Raff before, like, at a local uh yeah actually at the venue that's like two minutes from our house we live actually very close to there uh, as of now but yeah we opened at this place called the vortex and it used to be a strip club and uh we opened for not only riff raff uh but a different time at the same place we opened for the rapper stitches who wrote hits uh molly cyrus and facts uh and um no breaking breaking your face oh yeah no breaking your face yeah 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 that was Another hit. So I'm like best friends with those guys. And yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Please. Stitches. If you... <laughs> I'm not best friends with Stitches. Okay. Unless. No. Unless Stitches. Unless that's cool. Uh, and you want to give me. I some... don't want to be presumptuous. I respect him a lot. Uh, Stitches, um, if you got any cocaine, which I know you do. <laughs> good. That's good cool. for you. Go that's ham on it. Super cool, man. Yeah. Um, and Riff Raff, if you are out there. If you can hear me, if you can feel, hey, join hands with me real quick. Okay. If you can, Riff Raff, if you can hear me, if you can fear, feel us calling out to you right now. I'm uh, putting out Riff Raff energy. Yeah, really feel. Neon vibes. I don't know what color scheme he's going for right now in his current uh, iteration. I don't feel like looking it up, but uh, Mr. Raff, uh, just get back to me. Just tweet at me sometime. Uh I just uh, I just want to ask you about I just want to ask you about Mike Chem and maybe uh, maybe just like what's up, man. I want to see what's going on with you. I just want to know. So I just I got questions. I think, and I also just want to have a conversation with you about life and how you do it. All right. Uh. Well, everyone, God bless. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm not really sure how much deeper we can go. Uh. I'm at the end of my fucking rope. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think hopefully Sam Sutherland's on this episode. Oh, if he's not, God, I hope so. Uh, if not, then this was all a real fucking Hail Mary of a time. Uh, but if, if anything was going to get as big, it was going to be this. Yeah, I guess so. Is there anything you want to say? Say I've, I to, who, to whom about what? Anyone. Doesn't matter. Um, I've, been, I've been spiritually conjuring a, a rapper. From, um, like, 2014. Well, you know. Um, Come on, run that tape. She. <laughs> who? She who? Uh, picture this. We were both butt naked. <laughs> hanging on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Is that what you have to say? It wasn't me. You even got me on camera.
It wasn't me. <laughs> That's all I got to say. All right, it's sick, man. Sick. All right, well, uh, uh, good night, everyone. Uh, hopefully, Sam comes after this. Bye. Bye. All right, welcome, everyone, to the guest spot for the fucking Teenagers episode. We have with us... Mr. This Exists, the guy from Blink-155 who isn't Josiah Hughes, <laughs> Sam Sutherland himself. What's up, Sam? Does Josiah get, you know, credit as, is he like the guy from Blink-155 and then I'm the guy who's not Josiah, you know? Hmm. You know? That's what I want to know. It's like, if you were to say to someone, oh, look, it's the guy from Blink-155. I don't know in what scenario you would say this, but let's imagine now yeah. that this has happened. Does the mind's eye conjure me or Josiah? I actually wonder. I would have I to feel s- like I think of Josiah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to say just because he's so active with it. He's he's a little more like he's kind of the voice, you know? Like, I'm like the I don't know what I am. I'm well, I think body. he's the voice I'm and the, the face, body. unfortunately. Yeah, he's the voice, face, body. I'm just like part <laughs> of the spirit, you know. Yeah. I exist in the spirit realm of Blink 155 or 155. Now. Yeah, you're you're definitely corporate. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm on, the, I'm on the board of directors, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. But um, hey, it's it's a position someone has to fill. Someone has to be uh upper management or whatever. Someone has to be the boss, you know, and I'm willing to accept that responsibility. <laughs> yeah. yeah, If my boss has anything to say about it, he thinks it's really fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing about being the boss is you have to let people know that it's actually, you know, quite difficult carrying that mantle. You know, heavy as the head. So um, if you don't know who, who Sam here is, uh, he is from the podcast uh, 155, formerly Blink 155. Uh, he did a YouTube show called This Exists, a show called Extremely Online that I think you're still doing, right? Yeah, we just delivered the second season. So that's available in Canada right now, and it'll be on YouTube in the next couple of months. Awesome. Um, so Sam, we've brought you here today uh, to talk about not only... My Chemical Romance, the band, but also the song Teenagers by My Chemical Romance, which, as we've discovered, is their school shooting anthem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, is that? I thought it was just about being afraid of kids on the subway. Uh, that's that's the first thing I ever heard Gerard say yeah. that it was about, but then I feel like he retconned it a bunch because there are a bunch of interviews about him saying, like, oh, yeah, teen violence is, like, a really important issue that we need to talk about, but it didn't really feel like that until we, well, we found out that the music video was supposed to come out, but had to be pushed back because of the Virginia tech shooting. And then I think that's why they kind of put that on top of it Yeah, because they said they had some lyrics that could be construed that way. So they were like, let's cover our bases and yeah. just say that it's And sad. I think that the music video too, and we, we watched the uncensored, quote unquote, uncensored version recently. Mm-hmm. It got censored on MTV. There's a bunch of scenes and dance oh, routines shit. and stuff that are like literally conjuring like the image of school shootings that yeah. MTV is like, we can't show that. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, is, it, is it like school shooting dancing like the OA or is it like, there's a literal part where all the cheerleaders put on gas masks, uh, gas masks, and pretend to shoot Gerard. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, and it takes place in a school auditorium and like a locker room. There's a lot of well, there's also a lot of like fascist like imagery. Yeah. Like they they roll down some flags that you know. It's very third Reichy looking. Like yeah, that's the overtone. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So like, I'd love the idea of retconning it though, to be like, it's not about how I'm afraid of kids on the subway. It's actually about heavy matters. Right. (laughs) I think it's been, yeah, I think Gerard was hiding it early on and maybe as time has gone on, I think maybe as time has gone on, he's been like, well, I'm actually more willing to admit it now that there's some separation from it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I I guess I'm bringing, you know, the specific lens of my own experience, but I remember the very first like real tour that my, my, the band that I'm in junior battles went on was with this incredible band from Long Island called Bridge and Tunnel who were on no idea records. And they were like the most serious, like political punks, like toured with propaganda and took like, I think really sort of took propaganda's kind of approach pretty literally. Whereas we took propaganda's approach Less, less literally. So, like, I, I remember specifically though, we had a song that was l- literally about a teacher that I had hated. Like, mm-hmm. it was like a really stupid song about like hating authority and and people t- telling you to be a certain way to be successful and you didn't have to be. And and it was like a really dumb song yeah. with like pretty stupid lyrics. It never. It, it's like there weren't a lot of junior battle songs that never made it onto anything we recorded. Like we're not an especially prolific band. We have two full length records and a couple of EPs. And so there are two songs in the history of the band that we never, that we wrote, played live, demoed and never, and never bothered committing to like official tape quote unquote. And that was one of them. So it's not a good song, but on that tour, I started introducing it. Like it was this like really serious, like the, like Joel, our drummer would start playing and I'd be like, this song is about, we would, you know, people try to tell you to live your life by compromising and doing things that you don't need to do. Like I became like it, it was, and we, we would always joke about it. And like, we all slipped into it. Like it wasn't, we weren't joking. It was nothing we talked about, but we sort of absorbed the energy of this tour and became like really serious political punks for, you know, 10 days. And only afterwards we were like, that was pretty funny. Hey, eh? when, when we tried to make that song seem yeah. like, you know, smart. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm just picturing in, in I'm relating to Gerard way is all. I'm saying. Yeah. It's so funny imagining that. Cause like, I think Frank here, cause like I listened to junior battles as well. I think Frank pointed out that like, man, they kind of sound like early fallout boy. And I just imagine mm-hmm. like fallout boy being like, we're going to write a really serious song about yeah, a really like, serious political anthem, like you know? on their first record or whatever, or their like second yeah. record or whatever it was, whichever one broke big. I mean, they, they certainly tried to. Well, um, <laughs> try to think is the word. Like Did the third they? album. Oh, the third album. Um, I remember. Oh, which one was it? Um. Oh my god, I can't remember even the. I can't remember the name of the song. That's why, like, it never stuck around. But there was oh. a a video accompanying it about like kids in Africa being like like forced to join the military and all this I'm stuff. I'm picturing it just being like African child, you know, the, the song and get him to the Greek. Yeah. <laughs> God, I it's like so, so long. <laughs> it holds up. Like it's as, as a, as a, especially like as someone who like works in the music industry, it's like an incredibly accurate music industry satire. And it's fucking funny. Diddy is like <laughs> unbelievably good in it too. I'll have to rewatch it. For sure. It's worth it because it basically has the song you're describing where it's like, you know, hypothetically well-meaning, but absolutely like, like literally racist in, in its, in its execution. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, but I am imagining like Patrick Stump just being like, it is, you know, amazing, you know, little music theater, like deeper police. And you're like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Fall Out Boy yeah. needs to write a defund police anthem. Totally. <laughs> I mean, like, I at least like one of those dudes is like a pretty serious punk man. Oh yeah, you know? An- Andy the drummer. He's like, uh, he's very like hardcore, like CrossFit, vegan, straight edge, yeah. like politically was, active guy. He was in Arma he Angelus, probably- right? Um, yeah, he's, he's and he's in sect, right? Like he's he's in the band with like Chris Callahan. He might be. That's the the only hardcore that I really care about is bands that Chris Callahan is in. So, um, so Sam, we got uh, I got a couple of questions I want to ask. Uh, just to try to be on topic here. Um, yeah. So we, man, what do I what do I want to ask first here? Because we've kind of touched on a lot of the topics that I have here, but. You know, let's go to this one because we, we talked about it early on. Um, you guys are doing your Green May month right now, which hopefully we'll put this episode out before the end of the month. I think we will. Yeah. Um, uh, and you guys have kind of mentioned this uh, briefly, but I wanted to talk on it too with you. The black shirt, red tie imagery. It is <laughs> super present in my chem during a particular era or two. And Green Day obviously did it for like a while as well. I know there are other bands that have used this too as like I'm sure fucking Yellow Card did it at some time or <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm sure, yeah. Uh like I, I don't know, do you have any thoughts on that? Like I wanted to kind of talk about that. Well, you know, here's something that is super strange. We recorded the latest episode of 155 last night mm-hmm. and we were watching live videos of Green Day from 1994 and Billy Joe Armstrong is wearing a black shirt and a red tie. Really? And I don't, I, you know, I vaguely can picture him kind of wearing a tie at some point. Also like wearing a tie with your like low slung pants feels like a, like it was like a pretty nineties kind of punk look. Yeah. I mean, I, one of the reasons why I never dressed that way, you know, as Josiah has talked about on our show is that like, I certainly couldn't tie a tie. Like I didn't know anyone who could tie a tie <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. You couldn't just Google yeah. it. No. Yeah, exactly. Right. This was like before in 94, who fucking could tie a tie? Now, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, lucky enough that at some point in my life, my dad tied a tie for me when we had to go to a wedding. And then I would just slip that tie off, never oh, yeah. undo the knot, yep. and then just redo it. And that was just like the tie knot that I had for fucking 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I've And been so there. the fact, yeah, the fact that like, you know, Green Day, you know, were wearing ties in 94 as 20-year-olds was like kind of impressive, really. Um, so... So that was nuts because all of a sudden you realize you're like, okay, so was American Idiot like a deliberate throwback, but like a more, um, you know, stylized version of a look that had kind of already been part of what they did. I, but I kind of think it has more to do with the fact that punk has kind of historically had a fascination with fascist imagery, right? What, mm. what you just talked about in the, in the teenagers video, what, you know, we talked about, um, you know, Josiah and I run the American Idiot video and whether or not, you know, you were into the kinds of bands, like whether or not you think that Sid Vicious is like cool or not. And there's like a right answer there. There, there has been this like embedded, and this is like, I'm only thinking about this now, now that you've said it, cause I don't think we really talked about this on, on our show, like an embedded interest and sort of fascination with like things you know, A, that you're not supposed to be interested in, right? In general, like, as sort of safe as punk is, like, not really anti-anything punk is by the time someone like me gets into it through bands like Blink-182, there is still this, like, idea of, like, touching the hot stove that you're not supposed to, and, like, what is that more than... And when we say fascist imagery, I'm specifically obviously talking about, like, the images of the Third Reich. Yeah. And it's... yeah. 
And, 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 but I will say this also is like the thing about fascism, right? Is that like the reason that those images have stuck around for such a long time is that like, it is like evocative design. Like you see it and it feels violent and it feels scary. And part of that is because of the historical associations we have with it, but part of it is like, that's what the design does. Like it's, it is effective at communicating this sense of like menace. And if you look at, you know, the the colors of say American idiot, it is like it's red and it's black and it's white. Like those are the colors that you see in Nazi imagery. And so I think there's this like embedded part. And I, and I suspect this is not even true of just like punk music, but there's colors and, and I'm, I'm not a good designer at all, but I suspect that if you were to talk to someone who actually like understands design systems, that the way that certain colors evoke certain responses that like red and black and red and black and white on a deep seated level, like evokes some, something that feels like wrong, fucked up, powerful, evil, yeah. again, like a thing that you're yeah. not supposed to like, which like, that was a lot of how these bands positioned themselves. Right. It's like, Ooh, this is bad. Your parents don't like this. And you know, right. what's more that yeah. than the Nazis, I guess. I think I would think it's maybe that what did, when, when you two talked about it, was there any sort of conclusion that you were able to come to? I don't know if we talked without about repeating it. your own podcast, but just for my own yeah. edification. I mean, I think we kind of just decided that it was it was in the air. Yeah. Uh, we we mm-hmm. we kind of were like, well, did one person do it, and then everybody else followed suit? But yeah, I think it's been that way, like for a long time. Like, I mean, Joy Division, like yeah. That's that's Nazi terminology. Yeah. And I was actually just thinking, I don't think that I've brought this up before, but you know, back in the day in like 2005, 2006, MCR would they had the little armbands. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. With the little red, black and white. Yeah. Um, totally. But like so many bands do that. Like so yeah. many bands when they're doing like their uniform thing, they do the fucking armbands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think as as you were talking here, Sam, I think I remembered something that, um, God, I want to say it was like Jack White said. It, it was either him or someone reporting on the White Stripes, but I believe it was uh, Jack White himself. Uh, back in the days of the White Stripes, he he was asked like, you know, what's what's with the colors? Why do you guys color coordinate everything with the red and the white and all that stuff and, and the black as well? And he said, uh, because because it makes you think of a lot of powerful things. It can make you think of anything from a candy cane to the third Reich. There's a lot of just things in life that are those colors Mm -hmm. and that we associate with them. And they tend to be very powerful things, whether it's religious or like pure evil, it seems to be extremes that are associated with it. And I guess his logic was like, if I make my band, those colors, you'll remember us. And I mean, it works. It did. Like they literally every piece of gear, every piece of clothing they wore was color coordinated to be the colors of whatever band he was in at the time. Um, and that's, yeah. it sticks with you. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, and maybe it's just because that combination is like memorable in some way. There's gotta be something going on with like the human psyche here that I don't mm, understand totally. and can't put into words really. But yeah, I wanted to kind of touch on that with you. Cause I know you guys had mentioned it briefly and we sort of did as well. And it's this weird parallel thing that's just going on, I guess. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, just to get a couple other questions in before I ru- we run too far over our time or anything. Uh, we're not too bad yet. Um, so you had a podcast about Blink-182. Uh, 
you could argue you still do. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they, you, you could convincingly argue that not much has changed. <laughs> and, um, so why do you think that bands like Blink-182 and MCR have this like weird longevity where it feels like they're just never going to die or not be relevant in some way? Because no matter what I do, I can't seem to escape like the four pop-punk bands I listened to in high school that I thought I was like over <laughs> as an adult. You know, because... I- I think the defining characteristic of all those bands is that like they actually have good songs. Yeah. You know, cause they're, you know, I think of, and this is sort of specific to a problem with these bands, but I think of, um, the Hanif Abdurraqib essay in they can't kill us until they kill us about going to the cute is what we aim for, you know, reunion and how depressing and fucking horrible it is, particularly because that band's songs are like the aggressively misogynist kind of like 2000s emo that Uh, has aged mm -hmm. so fucking poorly. Yeah. But, but it did, it reminded me of like any of those bands that I liked, whether or not like what has aged badly about them is like just that it sucks. Or if it's because, you know, what, what was being expressed is shitty. And I think to use like a, like a, for some reason, the band that comes to mind as I'm talking right now is like Spittlefield, who was like this, you know, kind of mediocre Victory Records emo band around that time when they were hoovering up all those bands. Mm-hmm. And they have like two songs that I think are so fucking awesome. And I will still occasionally listen to them. Like I'll throw them on a mix, but I'm never going to go back and be like, gotta listen to the Spittlefield record. Gotta, cause, cause it's not, it's literally not good. Like empirically, it's not as good. I'm sure there are people who like loved those records in their entirety. Yeah. But they're not good you know you joked about yellow card earlier like yellow card have one pretty good album in yeah. my opinion that's aged as well as like a 9-11 album pop punk album with violin could age i yeah. think yeah but for the most part the rest of the catalog is like kind of novelty and it's not especially good and that record is like occasionally kind of like even if you loved it it's kind of cringy i think to listen back to Whereas I think these bands that survive and that you continue to like want to go see live and like re-experience is because they were fully developed good bands. And I think because like any genre that has a lot of um, like superficial signifiers associated with it, you can have like, I don't want to say bad actors, but like just like mediocrity that looks like it belongs can thrive in a way that just like in a, in a larger pool, those bands would fail. But like it was possible to like be on Warped Tour and be on the cover of Alternative Press and like only have two good songs. Yeah. And I think that like, <laughs> you know, Blink have multiple front to back strong albums. My Chemical Romance have multiple strong front to back albums. Green Day have a lot of really shitty records and then a handful of like perfect fucking albums. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if those are bands that I like, some of those bands I don't like, I don't really care about Fall Out Boy. I'm not a big, we talked about this when you were like, you want to talk about My Chemical Romance? And I was like, I like four songs, but I recognize that's that, that to me is personal. I recognize that like, those are like big albums that people really love. And so I think that like those things never go away you know, because they're fundamentally good. And the thing that you like about them isn't just that you like a younger version of yourself. You know, you grow up and your tastes change. And what's so special, I think, about loving those things and not pretending that you are better than them, which I think a lot of people do, 
when they grow up yeah. is like you can go back and listen to them in their entirety and they're fucking good. And so you can experience them as an adult and say like, okay, Black Parade is good, you know? Yeah. Blink self-untitled is good and it makes me feel like I'm fucking 15 again and that rocks. And so those things like end up serving a dual purpose of being like enjoyable to listen to now and also like activating these parts of your brain that are pleasurable because they remind you of like nice times in the past yeah i definitely think there's a bit of like sincerity to it as well like if a band is just pouring their heart out and also doing a good job at the music part as well like actually making like appealing music to go with it i think there's something about that that also sticks with people that like i don't know if you're just putting on a show or you're just like writing a fucking concept record that doesn't mean anything or whatever maybe it won't stick around but if you're really laying down your feelings i think people will connect to that and i think whether Blink wants to admit it or not, they've been really sincere sometimes. And totally, yeah. MCR is pretty much nothing but extremely sincere mm-hmm. at all times. And There's a lot of sincerity in there. I think because of that, you can get this like secondhand embarrassment cringe factor going on with yourself eventually mm-hmm. because you like maybe get in some weird loop in your head of like, what the fuck am I doing? And then you'll go through a phase and you'll come back to it and be like, no, this is actually awesome. And this person is like putting out all these emotions and these like sick lyrics and like great music to go with it. And I don't know. I think that's why we also go through those phases of liking and not liking or listening to and not listening to our favorite bands sometimes. Totally. Yeah. Um, just cause our minds change and we have to come back to it, I guess. Um, I did want to ask you, Sam, have you ever seen MCR real quick? No, no. Never. Okay. That's fine then. Um, I, a lot of people have not, as it turns out, <laughs> even though they're like, <laughs> well, a ridiculously popular band. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, here's, I've never seen green day. I think there are that's bands fair. that like, toured here like at least to to toronto right like blink came here a lot it felt like there was a lot of opportunities to see them mm-hmm. my chemical romance i like remember because i you know when i worked at exclaim magazine it's like the only music magazine in canada right um josiah's where josiah you know scribes where he where yeah, he yeah. And, um you know there was someone i worked with who was like obsessed with with mcr but they had to go out like when they came to Toronto, they would play, um, like in Mississauga, which is a suburb. There's, there's like this, um, fuck, I can't think of it right now. Cause I got vaccine brain, but there's like a venue in Mississauga that like, that was where the Deftones always played. Like I've never seen Deftones. I fucking love Deftones. But as a kid, like I was like, I'm not going to, you know, I can't drive and then I could drive, but then I was like, oh, I don't want to drive out to Mississauga to see any of these bands. So, you know, I, you know, Blink, it feels like, played the amphitheater here every fucking two years. Whereas, like, I don't think there were a lot of opportunities for people to see MCR. I don't know that they toured, at least in Canada, to the same extent. And if it sounds like you've talked to a lot of people who never saw them, maybe that was sort of true on a larger scale, too. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's also a large period of time where they weren't a band, and then they got back together yeah. recently, and then the pandemic happened. And we still have floating tickets to see them, what, twice? Yeah. Yeah some point next yeah. year yeah we've put a lot of investment into seeing my chemical romance and then we were like well i guess we'll start this podcast in the meantime right while we're waiting it's a good gap filler yeah because i mean when that reunion got announced i mean that felt like and then i feel like the pandemic the first thing that was in my feed was a lot of people being really bummed about missing the mcr reunion oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah it's been yeah it's been a long i mean i paid like Three hundred dollars for our tickets. We still haven't seen them. And <laughs> so. it's just like so. that's that sucks. Yeah, it's fucked. But but it will be so good and worth the money when uh, you do. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, I've waited for this many years. I figure a couple more will be fine. Should we pod through exactly. the entire show? No. 
with the zoom, <laughs> with, with, the, with the mobile recorder. Just stick, yeah, stick a zoom in your in your pocket. <laughs> just you have know? our microphones out the out whole time. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, Billy. All right. Um, well, Sam, that's most of my questions that I really wanted to ask you. Uh, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about uh, that I didn't write down. We gotta fuck. Uh, we gotta bring back the song "Rockstar" by Nickelback, right? When you were like, "We're definitely going to talk about this song," I was like, "Does this connect to teenagers?" No, absolutely um, not. But uh, we streamed it's, like it's in the air for sure. Like, there's like Nickelback's "Rockstar" is like on the tip of everyone's tongue right now. Just to confirm out loud, though, Frank, how long ago uh, did I try to retcon "Rockstar" <laughs> into our life? Um. Several months ago. Yeah. I brought the song up and I was like, I brought up the music video and I was like, yo, just like watch the music video with me for a minute and like kind of like listen to this and like, see, like, and I sort of like broke it down. And I was like, you know, he's got all these like real famous people in this music video juxtaposed with like just fucking nobodies outside of a Home Depot and like. Yeah, I think this was, this was definitely last year, maybe even before we moved into this house. Oh, it might have been. So like. It'd have been a while eight, ago. Eight, nine months ago. But I've been trying to get people to come back around to this fucking song for months now. And Dude, now I'm like, seeing all let's, these. Let's do it. I've been seeing all these remixes come out and I'm like, this is so cool. And I think what it was like, I've convinced a couple people just by sending them like the Nightcore version. Like a little right. bit of they speed. Need, they need to experience it outside of like just judging Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you can get a bit of disconnect from like Nickelback. It, it, yeah. To say, to say it like that. Um <laughs> As soon as you can get that disconnect, it's like, I don't know, you finally just see, like, songs like How You Remind Me and Rockstar is just like, oh, these are really fucking well-written songs, huh? That yeah, I've been... no, that's it. I mean, Josiah has been on the vanguard as well of, like, Nickelback revivalism. Yeah. So, so you're in good company. Um, it's it took me a little bit longer, and I'm but I'm there. Like I'm whatever we can do together to make this a thing. Like just let me know. Yeah, I, I support. I, you. I think I you know if nothing else, we just need to get Chad another mansion off the back of Rockstar, and if we can get him that, <laughs> then we've won. I think so. That would be a victory for sure. <laughs> and maybe he'll yeah. give me the other one. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think you know as just like a, a, a gratitude house. You know? Yeah, that's all I can ask, Chad. Hey, if you're listening, by the way. Uh, yeah, come on the pod, man. Yeah, would love that. Yeah, yeah. actually, that would be. Yeah, be wow. So cool. If that's yeah, not, I'm our... having a good time. You should, you should do it, bro. If that's not our final guest for the fucking I'm not okay episode, oh, then man. we failed. Yeah. So I'm not okay featuring Chad Kroger of Nickelback. Yeah, Fuck yeah. So sick. <laughs> well, Sam, is, is I'm not okay the 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 way that you have to end this it's, podcast? Like, it's the is damn that it. like the? It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had a conversation about this, like. For our, I think during our first episode, yeah, like what should be our last one, yeah. like what's the damn it? And it's, mm-hmm. I think it's I'm not okay. No, I, I yeah. can't imagine it's another song. Like you could argue it's Welcome to the Black Parade, but like that's a fucking hit that came out like after they were already kind of making it. Like mm-hmm. the song. Yeah, that's like the, all the small things or something. Yeah, exactly. Ex- exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. Fuck, Sam, if you haven't heard fucking Bird Parade. Oh my, god. oh my god! As soon as you get off this call, Bird Parade on YouTube. I yeah, I don't know Bird Parade. Oh, it's a mashup of Free Bird and Welcome to the Black Parade. Oh, okay, it's, sick. And like, yeah, because I've got this like Lil Nas X Nickelback mashup that you sent that I was listening to that is quite sick. I'm just the only thing I listen to these days is mashups. So no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm same. Yeah, I'm on that kick. Too, I'm all I feel over like. Bird Parade. I yeah. think it's like kids. It's just like 
my brain can't focus on anything. So if I give it 300 things to focus on, yeah. I like yeah. experience calm. And that's all, that's the only way to, to, to experience that. <laughs> I, I totally understand that dude, but <laughs> thank you for, uh, for talking to us about my chem and, uh, Chad Kroger and everything in between. Uh, uh, if you guys want to follow Sam, I'm sure you can figure out how, uh, 155 pod is his thing. Yeah. We'll link to everything, uh, in, in, you know, description as usual. If you're listening to this, you probably already know who he is. Yeah. I mean, you probably skipped right to this time. Code. You probably know. <laughs> you, everybody knows. Yeah. Look, Sam, yeah. if you're not our most famous guest next to Shoes Robinson, I don't know who is. <laughs> well, Chad fucking Kroger for one. Well, eventually Chad Kroger, Maybe not yet. Day. Okay. <laughs> we're we're building a bridge, you know. Yeah. You know, me and me and Shoes will 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 put out put out the 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 good word, you know. Bridge to Chad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bridge to bridge to Chad. That's our infrastructure project for the rest of the year. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Sam, is there anything else you want to like say or put out into the world at the end of this uh, at the end of this podcast here? I mean, just that, that I'm I'm honored to be on the Teenagers episode. Like I said, I like four of these songs, and I think this song fucking rocks. And I have such a like unbelievably joyous memory of hearing it after the last time I saw Blink One Eighty Two. So they, I just, I just want to say this because this like because that's what this podcast is about. They they uh, at the amphitheater in Toronto, they recently set up like a bar to catch people as they're leaving because there's sort of nothing around there. And so you'd like finish a show and then have to walk half an hour to go find a place to like debrief and hang out. And so they very smartly just like built this like very rudimentary bar that's like on the lake in Toronto. So you get this like beautiful look out at like the water and the the CN Tower, which we always talk about on our show. And it's like this awesome spot. And then they'll have DJs go and play and they'll just do like programming related to whatever show you're at. So like after OVO, they're playing like hip hop and R&B. But like after Blink, they just had this this person playing like old pop punk songs. And so like all of my friends that I'd spent the last like 90 minutes with like sing along to Blink-182 was just like go in there. And they started playing MCR. Like none of us, like MCR sort of missed all of us. And we were all like, what is this fucking song? Like I've listened to Black Parade, but like it just didn't, None of it really stuck for me, but like everyone around us was going fucking ham <laughs> to teenagers. Yeah. And I was like, I love this vibe. Like yeah. I love. And so I, I, I fucking listened to the song to death as a result of that. Cause it just like, again, you talk about nostalgia. So for me, it's nostalgia for like one summer ago when I could like hang out with my friends and like get drunk and fucking sing together, you yeah. know? So like I, love the like i just i love the song a lot it makes me feel warm and think of my friends who i love so thank you for including me as part of the good energy of this school shooter anthem yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is whatever it's really about but i'm glad to be i'm glad to be part of a conversation about this song that hopefully then isn't all about um shooting people at school no it's, yeah. it's a fairly positive conversation we've had i think yeah I, I feel like it has been i'm glad that i'm glad that you two agree yeah well, hey, Sam, thanks again for joining us. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and end our guest conversation real quick here on the old recording software. Everyone have a good night and give a round of applause for uh, 155 Pod Zone, Sam Sutherland. Woo! Yes!